Welcome to Front Porch Confessional, your weekly Debo podcast. My name is Jeff Goki, and I am so happy that you have tuned in today. Welcome to episode 330, and welcome back to my front porch. It's amazing outside. So awesome out here. Stars are out again. Like, I don't know what it is. Like, the goal is to kind of record these on Tuesday, but... It seems like every Tuesday and Wednesday here in Phoenix that uh, the weather's just not cooperating. So it's like rainy, cold, so can't come out and record podcasts. I'll tell you that's what's going on. But uh, it is beautiful tonight. I got my fire going on. The cloud, that is the most, now I know I talk about this all the time, but it's one of the, the fringe benefits uh, of rain now there's lots of benefits to rain and actually i'm like so grateful for the rain um, but one of the benefits is that the sky is so clear i can see these stars like so bright um, and i know like look if you're in california you should go out and look in the stars because it's been it's been raining there a bit what's some funky weather that's been going on so but anyway like you're going to be able to see if you're in california and you're in, specifically if you're in Rancho Cucamonga, you're going to be able to see that snow-capped mountain, and the stars are going to be so bright. It's so beautiful. So it's beautiful here in Phoenix. Uh, Venus is bright in the sky. So if you look to the west uh, over the moon, uh, just north of the moon, you'll see Venus just like super bright. Um, I know it's kind of one of these nerdy things that happens, but uh, actually I really love it. It's just kind of this subtle calm reminder about how small I actually am and I love that and if you've listened to the podcast at any point you've realized like I really do like I like birds and I like stars and I like being outside so uh but if you look outside and it's clear tonight just take that in it's just like amazing a little wind tonight it's just really 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 a beautiful beautiful night I uh, hope you're doing good wherever you are, whatever time of day it is, whenever it is. I hope you're doing really, really great. The days that are in front of us here, very interesting. Um, if we're not careful, we get all sideways. We get all weird with everything we're watching and hearing. And and uh, I would just, uh, I, would in, I would invite you to kind of submit that to the Lord. Um all of what you're feeling, all those hurts, all those pains, all those confusions, all those freak out moments that you're like, oh my gosh, like China and Russia got together for a meeting. Like it's a real thing like that happened. Um, and we want our runs, we want our minds to, we let our minds kind of run rampant on all the ramifications of that. And what I want you to what I'd love for you to kind of wrestle with or deal with or come to peace with is this. The Lord knows. <laughs> he's not surprised by any of this. This is not new. Uh, he's the same yesterday and t- today and tomorrow. And so if I know that to be true, then I kind of rest in the fact that he's got me in the right place at the right time for his glory. So that doesn't mean I don't do anything. That just means all that insecurity, all that fear, all that nervousness, all that anxiety, I have to cast that on him. That's the whole idea, I think. And I think it's in First Peter, cast your cares on him. He cares for you. Um, so he cares for you. Like he really, really cares for you. And so go ahead and cast those cares on him. He cares for you. He loves you. He sees you. He knows you. 
and uh, he's got you right where he wants you. So just kind of rest in that for a moment and maybe bring that freak out to the Lord and go, I'm kind of freaking out. And he's like, I know. And uh, just rest in his will for your uh, life right now because you were meant to be alive right now. And he has a purpose for you right now. So uh, thank you for each and every one of you who continue to listen week in and week out. Like so unbelievably grateful, so thankful. And uh, there's a bunch of you who give to make this podcast possible. And I just want to say a special thank you to you. Uh, if you want to do that, you can also go to frontporchconfessional.com. And there's a little button there that says partner. And you can make a donation if you'd like to. You can also be a monthly partner, which is super cool. Uh, but you can, if you just want to make a little donation there, it's awesome. It's appreciated. It helps this thing keep going. So just want to say thank you so much. I really, really appreciate uh, those of you who continue to listen and learn. And then we grow together. All right, our passage. Romans 8, 6. I've been going through uh, a book by Dallas Willard. It's an old book, older book, a really famous book of his uh, called The Divine Conspiracy. And I've been going through it so rich, so deep, um, so wonderful, this life and life to the full that God has for us. And one of the passages he brought out was this passage in Romans 8. And I was like, whoa, I need to lock in on this for a while. But uh, Romans 8 is, is 6 says this, For to set the mind on the flesh is death, but to set the mind on the spirit is life and peace. Go ahead and take that in. I'll read it again. For to set the mind on the flesh is death, but to set the mind on the spirit is life and peace. Uh, I went through this, I had this really interesting thing and I've told uh, on the podcast here a bunch of stories about, you know, I got diagnosed with cancer. I didn't realize that I had anxiety, unchecked anxiety for a couple decades, a long period of time. And, um, and uh, thankfully cancer free, uh, but a big part of it was an eye-opening experience. Well, before that happening, before all that went down, um, I had never in kind of in my life really admitted that I was tired. You know, I was always like, I'm fine. Everything's okay. I never complained about that. I mean, even Patty was like, you never said you were tired. You never said you were overwhelmed. And, uh, actually one of the funny things in our, uh, counseling together or to get separately, but together was, I, I remember come home one day and saying, Hey, counselor wants me to ask you, like, what do you do when I'm like, I've had a hard day. And she said, when have you had a hard day? Uh, like I asked her that question at 40. Okay. And we've been married for a, a minute, you know, at that point. And so it's like, I just kind of had this grind and go way of living. Well, I remember around that same period of time, actually allowing myself to feel tired. Like I just kind of admitted, like, I think I'm, I actually think I might be tired and I'm not even kidding you my body just went and just kind of like let out a gasp. And I was like, Oh no, I can't go back from this. Like it was almost like it was like in some ways it was a superpower because I had just never admitted that I was tired. And so to be honest, my body didn't feel tired. I didn't feel sore. I didn't get any of that stuff. And then the moment I allowed myself to kind of deal with that, I fell apart. And what I find so interesting about this passage 
is that I think so often, and by the way, that's a byproduct of surviving. That way I was thinking, that way I was living. Everything's fine, I got it, everything's gonna work out. It's gonna, like, it's a part of my survival story. You know, at 12, my mom left, you know, and got married at 21, had a baby at 22, and just like run, gun, and go, and figure it out. And to be honest, it, was, it wasn't real. It was just a survival mechanism. And I think a part of what Paul is exposing to us here, he's trying to help us understand is you believe, we believe that by concentrating on the flesh, focusing on the flesh and the things of the flesh, and by the way, that's like the things of this world, the things that we're hoping that will satisfy us, that bring us comfort, all those types of things, right? That we're hoping if we bank all our hope in that, if we set our mind on the flesh, like if we convince ourselves that we actually are the masters of our own destiny, like the makers of our own lives, that actually it's not, it's not real. Like it's just, it's not going to work. And so many people are taking this on as a philosophy in which they're living their lives. And here's what they don't realize. They're tired. They're overwhelmed. They're anxious and they need help. They need help. They need help, and it's help beyond themselves. And we, gosh, and I'm so guilty of this, so I don't stand and go like, I got this all. I'm like the worst. I was talking to my buddy Barth, and I was like, I just really struggle admitting that I need to talk and need help or that I need to, you know, here, I want to tell you something, that, but I don't want you to think I'm weak, right? That's a, that's a, that's a thinking of the flesh. I'm fine. I don't want to be perceived as weak. And it's not going to work. This is what Paul's encouraging the church in Rome. In Rome, He's going like, this isn't going to work for you. This way of thinking is a way of condemnation. It's not a way of life. And so many are focused in on the flesh. So many uh, are focused in on the, the plans of the flesh, the desires of the flesh. And, and he's going, this is destruction. destruction. Not only is he saying it's destruction, it's death. It's death. Oh, I don't feel like I'm dying, but you are. There's a spiritual reality that's happening in you the moment you start submitting yourself to the things of the flesh. That's why Jesus is trying to expose money. He's like, listen, all you want to do is find your security and money. Like the rich young ruler, not a bad guy. The, only, the thing is, he loves his money more than he loves Jesus. That's death. So why does Jesus grieve when he walks away? Because he's walking into his death. The spiritual death, this walking away from this life and life to the full that he's offering us. So Paul now balances it out and he says, well, then what is life? What does it mean if that's the reality of the flesh? And so many of us are caught up into it. And I think that's why, like, as I start this podcast off, I'm like, listen, just be so careful. Just be so careful that you're not so dialed in to all the things of this world and thinking it's all out of control. I don't know what to do. And it's like, that's always been the case. But the king is still on the throne. Paul redirects and he's like, look it. But to set your mind on the spirit is life and peace. Do you know two things that I desperately need? And almost everybody I meet with are longing for is what is my purpose in life and peace. I really wish I wish I had peace. Oh, this hard, this time is so hard. I'm asking the Lord for peace. 
And what Paul is directing us to, like a wonderful shepherd, a spiritual father, is like, where is, where is your focus? Is your focus on the flesh? Is your focus on the spirit? Because what you focus on, you'll follow. And I think for so many of you, and, and I am guilty of this, our focus is on the flesh. We believe we can figure it out. We believe we're strong enough. And the Spirit has come, Jesus himself says, to help us. He is the helper. Why don't you want help? Why don't you receive his help? Why don't you receive his care? That's where life and peace exists. And yet so often, we go back to our own and old ways of dealing with things. How's that going for you? It's hard. We just keep repeating the same cycles and it's crushing your soul. It's wearing you out. It's making you depressed. Making you overwhelmed. You're taking your mind off, uh, off of the Lord and you're placing it and tethering it onto the things of this world. And, it's in, in the, and Satan wants that for you because he wants death for you. I want you to hear that. Satan wants death death for you what does the spirit want life peace fullness wholeness so you can understand why paul this spiritual father over all these people all these churches he's going look look stop focusing in on the flesh and believing that it will satisfy you. It won't. It's crushing you. It's depleting you. Like in Galatians, this is uh, a few episodes ago, and I, I got to teach this passage a few weeks ago. It's like, for freedom you were set free, right? Don't. He's like, basically, don't return back to the yoke of slavery. It's like, why would you go back to that? Why would you go back to that way of the flesh that's crushing you? Move forward in your freedom. In Christ, there is freedom, and the Spirit is there to help you to move towards, move towards life and peace. So if you're like, I want to know my purpose in life, I want to know what life is all about, focus in on the Spirit. Set your mind, your focus on the Spirit, and you will find life in your peace. I just need peace. I just wish I had peace. Where is your mindset? Is your mindset on the flesh? And you can accomplish it and you can make it happen. And if you just do more or you sacrifice more, right? Or is it, is my mind set? And again, here's the thing. I'm not saying don't work hard. I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is what are you focusing in on? What is it? What are you focusing on? Because focusing on the flesh is death. Is death. But being led by the spirit is life in life for the full. So where are you at in that journey, in your life right now? What, and here's the question, what and where is your focus? Father God, we need you. Our focus is off. We're so quick to take our eyes off of you and focus it on anything else. Redirect us. Guide and lead us. Spirit, you are here to help us. We need help. So, Take a breath, reflect, and believe that the God of the universe is near to you in your own heartbeat. Until next time, cheers. Cheers.